are back from the stands podcast after a couple episode hiatus. Um, a lot going on in college football in the world of transfer portal. That's kind of about it. A few bowl games going on. None that are probably worth talking about, I would say. But uh, we got Clint Jacob. They're they're joining us as always. Uh, I don't I don't know what we're talking about, boys, but but we're here talking talk a little bit about uh some football. So, Clint, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Yeah. We were just talking off air. I'll, it feels like it's been forever since we've been on. It's just been a week. Um, but no, it's good to see your two ugly mugs again. And yeah, not a whole lot going on other than just kind of the chaos of the transfer portal. I know we're still waiting for the dust to settle on a lot of it. But some big moves we could get into here in a little bit. But no, man, it's good to be back on with you guys. Jacob, as a fan of a team that still hasn't dipped into the portal yet, how are you hanging in on over there? Man, the shots have fired. Hey, you're just saying that because y'all have been going crazy. I think that's we have been going crazy. If we're not, if, if South Carolina doesn't have the number one team in the portal right now, we were number two before we made a couple moves the last few days. So, was it Colorado that was one? Or? It was like Colorado us, and I think Notre Dame was sitting at number three. Okay, yeah, it's good to be back, man. Uh, like Clint, like you said, it was feels like it's been forever, um, and it really hasn't been. Just been like a week and maybe a couple days, if that. Um, and it feels like so much has happened, but it's been the perfect time to take that little break. There was a little break before all these bowl games started. And, and like you said, JC, a lot of these games are hard to pick, hard to even watch because you don't know who's playing. And that's what we're going to probably be the overarching theme about this pod is we just don't know because that's this, the only the second right. year of the transfer porter. And I think a lot of coaches are saying that, uh, we just don't know. So we're just here to bullshit and have a good time. I will say, I know, I so <clears throat> that article I sent in the group about Dabo, like, I, and I'm not trying to bust your balls here, Jacob, but that really did make me laugh. So, Barrett Carter, uh, you know, one of the better linebackers in the country, decided he's going to come back to Clemson, forego in the NFL draft. So he's he's coming back, and Dabo like just thinks he's all smart and be like, oh, well, we we dipped into the NFL portal, you know? <laughs> okay, got like, who hasn't? got a guy that just could have went to the NFL like two years ago that people are dipping into said portal. So, bro, like, why is he got to be so, like, corny about this, man? Like, just go just go get one guy. Go get one guy out of the portal. Don't call it the NFL portal, bro. Like, if you went and get Trevor Lawrence and he comes back, call it the NFL portal. I'm good on that. <laughs> but just because Barrett Carter, like, come on, bro. What are we doing? <clears throat> like, what are we no, doing? I, no, I totally agree. And he deserves to be you know, laughed at because of that in a way. Um, he's kind of just making that up on the fly, of course. And uh, it's not a good look because this is the year that we kind of, at least I thought that he would take a step back. But okay, we actually did not win 10 games. So maybe I actually do need to really go into the portal. And to give him a little bit of credit, which is not enough credit because he needs to actually get some guys to transfer to the team. Um, we had two offensive linemen, I think a couple of three stars from like, um, FCS teams or something like that that were like visiting and stuff like that. So he's had some people visit, um, but they ended up committing elsewhere. Um, so he's done a little bit, but it, it's yeah, you're you're it's it's kind of sad that he has to go to this level to say yeah, well, I dipped into the NFL <laughs> portal. Like, come on, Devo, we really need you to step it up here. Uh, I mean, we'll say like he's been, and this is another thing too. I think maybe even Dabo himself. This is a very weird time of the year for coaches, like. Because they're trying to deal with bowl games if if they have one. No shots at y'all, but just you know, all these coaches out there, no, they got to deal with bowl games, playoff games, uh, and early signing days coming around the corner. Like, and now all of a sudden in these past years, it's like, okay, here's your second like 
transfer portal is like the second wave of recruiting. It's like in the oh, midst 100%. of all of this, and you recruiting have to figure out team. what's going on. Yeah, and figuring out what's going on with your own team, and and it's just a whole bunch of shits happening. So like. Davo himself has not probably gotten around to because he's still I still see him doing like in-home visits with like recruits for a year or two from now. So like I feel sure he hasn't come around to he thinks he's busy enough doing that. So he's not really putting the transfer portal ahead of that, which I mean, it, it seems like it makes sense. But in today's age, you got to you got to put both in the same. I mean, Beamer, y'all been flying around there. Y'all keep getting stuff. I don't even know if Beamer's recruiting anymore. Like, actually, oh, no, so that's the thing, dude. No, so we're. We're, that's the thing he's doing. He's still doing obviously the in-home stuff. He a, a couple guys that have been committed to us for a long time. He's he's been in their homes the last few weeks, and then obviously you know the, they've been traveling everywhere, going pretty crazy in the portal. Um, yeah, I mean having the number two ranked class right now, at least again they could have moved. I haven't checked in the past few days, but we've had some bigger targets. But the thing is, we're hitting we're hitting the targets we need. We need depth running back. Obviously losing Mario Anderson, so we uh we got. A uh, guy from North Texas. I'm gonna. It's is it Oscar Attaway? I think. Um, I, I might have his first name wrong, but Attaway, I believe, from North Texas. And then obviously picking up Rocket Sanders from Arkansas is huge. When he's healthy, <clears> one <throat> of the better running backs huge. in the conference. Um, unfortunately, it's like it kind of goes hand in hand. The way he plays is the way is maybe why he's injured, but it's also why he's so good because he's just a, a tough bruising back. So that's big time. Obviously, getting a couple guys uh, from. We got one guy from Vandy coming, a receiver, McGowan, and then you got um, the kid from Coastal. So that that's like the main skill position ones and trying to get some... some. The only thing we haven't hit yet, uh, I don't think we have any interior offensive linemen, I don't believe, which we got three strong ones coming in uh, in, in the next class. Mm-hmm. As far as portals go, I know we've had our eyes on a few. We haven't hit on any there. Um, those yeah, are man, but, yeah, but it's tough like, to come by. Those yeah, interior lineman right. guys, yeah. There's there's not many of those out there. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know, man. Well, I guess Dab is just gonna have to learn our way. It's 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 funny, but I mean, it's not like it's not like he has a choice. Like this this, it's not like the school could say, ah, we're just not gonna participate in the portal, which also would mean that like their players can't leave. No, like we've already seen like players are leaving Clemson, not in mass, but everywhere. Team or players are leaving their team, so you have to be engaged with the portal because you don't have an option. They, people are going to leave whether you like it or not. Whether you have a great program or not, you're going to have a few players, some good players that are going to dip. Um, so you have to be able to to replenish. I mean, obviously getting, you know, Barrett, that, that, you know, that's huge, but <laughs> just how corny he could be about some stuff sometimes. But that's him and he's always been like that. I know. It was just yeah. funny because it was like, I get he's just trying to appease the masses. But I, I was talking to Jacob about this uh, earlier in the week that the way he was talking during the season, I thought he was coming around on the fact that maybe he would actually dip yeah. into the portal. Just like the way he was saying some things, the way kind of his tone was, I was like, all right, like I fully expected you guys to dip into the portal. Again, like you guys don't necessarily need 10 guys, but we've, we've broken it down from the beginning of this year, if not the preseason about there's certain spots you guys are going to need. For instance, you guys might want to get some help on one receivers. Yes, two. Uh, now, now your defensive back situation because you've gotten some going to the league. You've got Our some whole transferring, right? Much. So I don't care how many guys you're bringing in from your recruiting class, which is going to be a top twenty class, maybe top fifteen. That's still not going to be enough guys to to fill that. So you can get proven guys, 
who have experience. They don't, they don't even have to be power five guys, but you guys got to have anyone that's played college football is probably going to have an upper hand unless you're, uh, you know, unless you're a five-star crazy, but especially defensive back or corner. Those things normally take time to develop. Not, not often are you getting a guy that can come in and play from day one. So getting somebody with any type of experience from really any level in Division One, I think would be an improvement. So I, 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 I understand his thought process and his, his reasoning for, hey, I, I'm building a culture and I want to bring my people in here. Trust me, there's enough guys in the portal that somebody will fit your culture. I'm not asking you to bring in whoever just because, but I think there's enough people out there. We talked about it, however many in the first day and a record number overall that I think there's plenty of options to go out and get. So thankfully, uh, on our side, you know, Beamer's getting in there as, as he should. Um, the other two, real quick, uh, Kennard from Georgia Tech, big defensive end. He had a really productive year last year with six sacks. So that's a big pickup. And then the four-star portal guy out of uh, Pitt, DeAndre Jules, who's just, a, I mean, a run-stuffer interior guy. I think he's, what, 280, maybe 300 pounds in there. So that couple with all of our defensive tackles coming back, we actually finally have some depth to rotate. We wanted to see him help in the secondary, but ever since those SEC schedules come, came out, uh, we knew what we were getting into, but it kind of got a little more real once you see the dates and opponents and, and home and away and all that stuff. So, you know, we, we need as much depth as we can, especially at those positions. So we'll see. Yeah. Still, still a long ways to go. Yeah. So, yeah, because y'all had, uh, I don't know if the listeners, we told y'all this last time, but uh, that Carolina had 16 guys in the portal. Uh, the only team in the SEC that had more was Vanderbilt at 17. So um, y'all had a lot of roster spots to fill. So, that, that's right. good to see y'all are filling them quick and you're replacing them at a pretty good rate um, for us talent wise. Cause what was that thing I sent in the group chat? It was like the average rating for guys that had left was in the sixties and the average replacement was like in the eighties or something like that. Um, Correct. So y'all yeah. are replacing them with good talent, um, which is, which is good to see. Yeah. We were up to number two in the rankings. We, we dropped down to six now just cause uh, a few of the teams have had a couple guys announced lately that they're transferring to like old May Scott Juice from us, which I was gonna tell you about man, Ju- Juice Wells with Lane Kiffin. That's that's scary. That's gonna be a nice little combo there. I'm assuming um, Dart's coming back, right? I think I heard that he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like that. Can <clears throat> we play it? We do play them this year as well. Yeah. So that that'll be a game obviously we'll be I'll have a few drinks before we start that. I don't get too rowdy watching Juice with another yeah. uniform on. Wait, 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 wait. You're thinking that you're going to get drinks in you to not be as rowdy? Because I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I get, I get a little more mellow when I have a couple of me. Well, I guess it depends. I don't <laughs> couple know. Drinks, depends. Couple of drinks, couple of drinks, clarify. I'm normally watching games pretty sober. So maybe, maybe, and I'm normally pretty angry watching them. I so maybe I, I sh- so maybe, maybe I should, maybe I should have a few drinks. Maybe I'll mellow out too. I won't throw anything at the TV. No, y'all want. Because when y'all are losing to a team <clears throat> we shouldn't be, it's not going to well, matter. Well, listen, sorry we don't play, you know, bad teams. <laughs> no, I said <laughs> teams you shouldn't be losing we to. We don't lose the teams we should lose to. We beat them. We beat Vandy. We beat Furman, bro. We beat Jacksonville State. What are you talking <laughs> Did about? Y'all, y'all had a couple veins popping out of your head that Furman game. I know, but I'm, you're saying we're losing <laughs> people we're supposed to lose to. That's not true. We lost to all every, every team we lost to. We probably should have. <laughs> now, could we have also won the game? Yes. but I do have a question. Um, so now that, so AJ Swan, uh, quarterback from Vanderbilt coming over to South Carolina. Yes. Does that type of transfer 
does that kind of solidify, not really solidify, but that, so what, I was worried that we're going to go get a guy like uh, KJ Jefferson or something like that, who is probably going to definitely be the starter. And then now we have to worry about sellers, like still developing him. We need to start getting play time. He's going to his second year. We already seen some flashes of excellence. Worried about Nick. Sure. He didn't transfer out. Is a guy like AJ Swan, is that going to be more of like a, Hey, this is just a push old goggles and we'll see if he could actually win the job out outright. And and it just, AJ Swan will be that veteran presence. I think so. So my understanding is, so right now on the roster, scholarship quarterbacks, we have two. We have Lenore Sellers and we have Luke Doty. Luke Doty is also our leading receiver, technically coming back with 13 receptions. So my understanding (laughs) is that, my understanding is that. uh, Jacob's so happy. That's his guy. Well, sorry we lost Xavier Leggett and uh, fucking Juice. Anyway. My That's understanding is that is that duty is gonna Doty is gonna stay in the wide receiver room for the most part, <laughs> and We're so we'll have so we'll have Lenore Sellers quarterback, AJ Swan, and then Dante Reno, four star guys coming in. He's coming in January, so he'll mm-hmm. be early enrollee. So he'll get to practice all that, go to the spring game. Reno's probably better than Swan, but he's gonna be a freshman. So I think it's gonna be goggles, Swan. I mean, it, it's good to have, I, dude. Obviously, Beamer's gonna tell him. Hey, like it's gonna be a competition, which it will, I'm sure it will be. Like, but Sellers is better than Swan yeah. all day. But it's nice to have a backup with experience. So if something does happen, Sellers is athletic, so he's more prone to injury with him running. So if he gets hurt, I feel more comfortable about having Swan in there. Uh, and then that way, um, I guess Doty can kind of stay in the receiver room. I think Doty's always gonna probably run some reps with the quarterbacks as well, since he knows the system and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it's good. I mean, obviously, competition's always good. I, I'm kind of. It's like, do you want a, a, a KJ Jefferson because it'd be a similar system, even like a Malik Murphy type guy that's supposed to visit or has visited? I think mm-hmm. he visited yesterday or the day before at South Carolina. Do you want a guy like that? Similar roles in case? I, I don't think our offense is that dependent upon a quarterback. It's not like a Lamar Jackson-led Louisville team where it's like, we built this around him. I mm-hmm. think the offense lends itself to if you're athletic, it, then you're going to run the offense better than if you're not, but I don't think you have to be. Uh, but yeah, no, that's a good question, man. I, I like the experience. I forgot what year Swan's in, but I mean, he was Vandy's starter for at least an entire year um, before getting injured. Um, I guess the year before he was behind Malik Wright. But um, <clears throat> I'm all for the experience, man, for sure. And, and to me, it yeah. just felt like that was the kind of move where you're just like, okay, maybe he actually is buying into sellers and giving him an actual shot to win the win the job outright. So. But you got to at least have three quarterbacks on your roster. Like, at least. Oh, like at least, sure. yeah. Before, before yeah. the portal, you have four or five guys that would be on your team for years. Yeah. And, like, yeah. they just wouldn't play. Like, Yeah, I'm glad this move happened because I was kind of rooting for Sellers to be the full-time starter. And if you went and got a Malik Murphy, you know, they're they're actually very similar players probably. You know, Sellers honestly, and like, if you I knew that Sellers Mur- was going to be was a higher Murphy was a higher quarterback coming out. But, like, you put them two in a competition, I couldn't tell you who's going to win that. Yeah, I mean, Sellers is listed at 6'3", 245. I saw the other day that Murphy is, what, 6'5", 250 or something like that? Or 240? Oh, yeah, and, he lo- and he looks every bigger. He's definitely bigger. Yeah. Now, I haven't watched him throw the ball around a lot. No, I, I mean, mean, if you did have him in there and you had them two like, running some kind of speed option out the back, holy fuck. Okay, like- then change the <laughs> offense and have Sellers at quarterback and have Rocket Sanders on one side and Malik on the other. And, and just, Rocket Sanders. Y- <laughs> you guys figure out. Holy and fuck. just run a three-man weave down the field and figure it out. Like, <laughs> Dude, go that, back to the wishbone the- days. 
<laughs> you put six you. five dudes back there. That's the second time we've mentioned wishbone. We had it in our pregame. <laughs> Let's Bring leave it in back, the pregame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny, dude. Our pregame talk was, you know, a lot of you know from the 1940s, and the wishbone fits right into that. So it works yeah. out. Speaking of wishbone, we have to shout out that D two school man. We have to. <laughs> we, do, we don't even know if they run the wishbone. Yeah, I've just well, they ran the ball. That's for damn sure. The D two uh, national champion, the Harding Bisons, um, they ran for six thousand three hundred fifty one yards this year and seventy nine touchdowns. Only passed the ball fifty six times. Congratulations! Outstanding. It's uh, very impressive, actually. Very mm-hmm. impressive. I mean, I think I threw the ball more than fifty six <laughs> times at our tailgate. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> probably not very well. Uh, you threw, yeah. Well, you weren't probably got to ice that arm much that day. I did need to ice that arm. Dude, I tried to turn the wheel the next day, drive the car. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I tried to do the one handed, you know, wood grain I'm gripping, that kind of thing. Couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Tom so, Gord, talk about him yeah. for a minute. Okay. So, yes, Mr. Transfer Portal. I don't oh, yeah, no. sir. <laughs> Clint, Clint, you mentioned this. I think it was you that, that talked about this, saying that, like, if it wasn't you, correct me if I'm wrong, but talking about maybe he was mistreated or treated unfairly due to high expectations at Iowa at Ohio State, even mm-hmm. though they lose one game, which is to Michigan, and right. which is a close game. So yeah, granted, he wasn't CJ Stroud, he wasn't Justin Fields in his first season. But a guy that like that that's played with Marvin Harrison <coughs> Jr. in high school, won multiple national championships. Obviously they have a good connection, they have good chemistry. How bad does it have to be for you to go? I mean, you're going to win maybe three games at Syracuse. How, okay, five. But, like, uh, it's such a drop-off, <laughs> dude, right? I mean, such a drop-off. Stadium, yeah, for sure. Listen, maybe... I don't know, the Carrier Dome is pretty big. But yeah, not being happy was more important than playing for the Ohio State. Because it, it doesn't How happy can like... you be at Syracuse? <laughs> Listen, if you're not if you're not getting that Ohio State treatment where if you're not the best quarterback in the nation, you're getting shit on, which kind of sounds like it was what was happening. Yeah. Maybe that's what he wants. He's like, dude, I, I love football, but I don't want to get shit on every freaking week because I didn't throw for 400 yards. Uh, and he's young. I mean, we talked about this. Very young guy. Um, and it's, he wasn't terrible. He still did decent. Was he the best? No. But I think there was just a lot put on his shoulders. And, and why this is coming up is because the players were the ones that actually came out and were like, after he went into the transfer portal, they were testing, like saying, like, yeah, he was treated pretty harshly. Like, this dude was trying, like, he was a decent quarterback and we like playing with him, but they were expecting him to go out and win the Heisman, you know, this year. <clears throat> so maybe that's what it was. Like, obviously, we don't know. We don't know what's going on in his head and his family. Was that friend situation? So is it, was that only like from the fans he was getting that, or was this coaching? That's what I'm saying. Is this, is this a that? Ryan Day thing? Because I feel like I've heard some grumbling about. I don't know. About- it's all media driven, so it's like how real is the yeah. the Ryan Day stuff, you know? Yep. That's- but now Clemson will get to see him a few more times, and I think they just uh, I have to look. They oh, just yeah. picked up another decent guy too, not quarterback, but another good player. Syracuse Day, obviously they're well. They, they, uh, they have a new head coach it. as well. Yeah, that's what so. I was just about to say. That they've got a new head coach, and <clears throat> so they're kind of rebuilding their program over there. So Syracuse might look different than uh, they have of years past, which you know typically happens when you're switching everything around. Um, so at least, uh, the old Clemson Tigers, you get to see him, you know, at least once a year. Um, but man, listen, it, it, maybe he'll go out and ball there and Syracuse will be a, a, you know, top 15 ranked team. And I don't know, maybe, maybe sneak it to a little playoff action in the next couple of years. Who knows? 
Who's yeah, the last Syracuse got uh, a three-star receiver from Georgia, Zed Haynes, um, that committed to him, and another one from Georgia, Jackson Meeks. They got two of them. So I mean, getting SEC guys, I'm sure they were ranked probably decent coming out as as recruits. But so what? I mean, Syracuse hasn't. I don't know how they. It's the last good quarterback. What Tommy DeVito, old Tommy Cutlets, that's going off in the NFL right now. That whole thing, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, him and him and his agent, man. They I'll tell you what. No, I bet uh, right now. Trader probably set some records. Oh my bad, he was there forever. Yeah, Trader was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Aiden well, Charles. The first half of the seasons. Oh my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Um, no, I just want first half of the season. Go ahead. Aiden Charles, the uh, the Oregon State quarterback. Um, he it is yeah. official now. He is going to. Michigan State. I don't so know if y'all you, you spoke that. you spoke briefly on him, uh, one of the last pods. Was he was he like a five star guy coming out, four star? Wasn't he pretty highly touted? Uh, yeah, he's pretty high. Um, now I think the only reason he's leaving is because obviously that whole coach situation they've had, where most of Oregon State's coaches pretty much went to Mich- Michigan State. Um, right. But it yeah, obviously a pretty high rated transfer. Okay, which yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to dive into this uh, very deeply. I just want to. Did you guys realize that? And, and they had like legislation for it, and they upheld it. So Washington, which they should, but I guess Washington State and Oregon State are like now they're going to be the control. Like they're going to control the Pac-12. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, as they should. Only well, they schools. vote. They like they determined it, and then like they pushed it up to the higher courts, and the higher courts like, no, y'all are leaving. Like, why would y'all have any control over? Uh, they're leaving. So yeah, it's just them two that has complete control yeah. over. Their, their That's stuff. why I didn't get. Yeah. So. Which good. Yeah, you saying you get control of it. So how would that work? Because I think they're going to try to keep the Pac-12 going. They're going to try to you know pick and prod schools from lower divisions mm. and stuff, maybe, and pull them up. So if they're in charge, do they call the schools? Because that's tampering one on one. If that's like, uh, how does that work? I don't. I don't know. What, if that's, what do you mean, call the schools? Like to say, hey, okay, come be a part of the Pac-12. No, I mean, that's what it's going to be called next it, year. Right? It'll it's be the that athletic directors. It's the same. It's yeah. Dude, it'll be the conference itself anyway. that's calling these other schools. Yeah, but so I, the, yeah. as far as like having control, it was it wasn't like the school, the um, so Oregon State and Washington State taking control from you know the the conference. It was them having control voting. outside of all the other yeah voting uh, rights okay. and stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> so no, yeah, it'll still be the Pac-12. That's you know the, their it's uh, just, commissioner and all that you know making all those decisions and calling the, those schools. Uh, the caller ID for <clears throat> say saying Oregon State it'll be like Pac-12 <laughs> commissioner. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this is legit. Cool. And then we uh, get, oh, who else? Who else? Did we? Moved? Okay, uh, Walter Nolan, right? The five star from. Yeah. Um, did you guys hear about him? What about? Uh, him? I saw he's crystal ball somewhere. Yeah, I just saw he's crystal ball to Ole Miss right now. Yeah, he's the number one player overall player in the uh, transfer yeah, portal. That's six four two eighty five defensive line. That's surprising to me. Um, the other big name that hasn't committed quarterback wise, Dante Moore out of UCLA. I don't even know what the rumors are uh, for him as far as schools go. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's kind of up in the air right now. I thought he was going to take a. I, this could be because you see, especially the, this transfer reporter, you hear information from anywhere. I thought he was getting calls from Ohio State, which uh, would be oh, kind could, of a could wild. Be. Could be. That one's a, I mean, they're going to. So I can't think of the guy's name, but obviously the guy they had was a Ohio State that is had a higher had a high recruit coming in that McCord beat or beat out. So if he's still there, I don't think it's his job to win. I'm sure they're still going to try to get Cam Ward or Dante Moore. Um, I guess that's kind of the top two guys left, right? Quarterback wise. Yeah. 
Yeah, Dante Moore's rating is kind of weird. He what, was uh, a 100 rated five star, and now he's down to a 95 four star as a transfer. It's, it's kind of weird I mean, how they do that. Yeah, I mean, he played for a not, I mean, a, a decent UCLA team and was up and down yeah. as a freshman. Yeah, so they kind of. He could easily go up to Ohio State or something because he's originally from Detroit, Michigan. So he could easily go, go somewhere up nothing. Do we, I don't know if it happened prior to us or between the last episode of this one. Um, Dylan Gabriel going to Oregon. Was that, did that happen before? I think, <clears> I think we did. I think we had talked. Okay. Yeah, we, t- we talked about that. Okay. That was one of yeah. the Can't, first ones. Cam Ward, he's still up in the air, right? Yes, he still is. Yeah, so that's another big guy who's going to probably do some damage wherever he goes. Really scared because I think Miami is probably like the leader for him, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like that would be yikes. Hey, give them Miami. They need some good quarterback. Players. Yeah, they're they're moving. Oh, because wait, wait, Van Dyke is Van Dyke's portal, right? Yeah, he's already committed to uh, where's Wisconsin or something. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> So he's out, and then we got so KJ Jefferson just announced the portal officially. So he's in there. Malik Murphy is. I I heard, I I didn't read it, but when I was like on the message boards, somebody were like somebody said that the way he put out his letter or whatever his like post about him leaving, somebody was like for some reason they thought he was leaning towards Duke. So he, I believe he's already visited Duke this week as well as South Carolina. I don't know which one came first, uh, but it sounds like he had a pretty busy. Uh, previous week that, and that, that could have been wednesday or thursday um so hey that that would be good for duke if, to get a guy like that especially losing riley leonard like hey i mean yeah. if you're trying to keep this program going especially with um <clears throat> man what's who's the head coach now um well, diaz diaz my, I'm a, i wanted to say cristobal diaz yeah yep uh have y'all heard anything about trevor Etienne? Nope, I was just going to bring him up. Yep, no, nope. <clears throat> he's still in the portal. One of the top. He's still in the portal. Might be the, the top rated running back in the portal. When you look it up, uh, the first team is actually the Clemson Tigers. I don't think he's. T- I haven't heard anything about him taking a visit or anything. But the the obvious connection is that his older brother Travis brother, died there. Yeah. Well, wasn't wasn't Travis in the middle of the year saying like get him out of there? I, I think I, I heard I, that. Or it was like, unless he had another brother, but I, they was like, yo, like, get this guy out. Dude, listen, if he wants to go to Clemson and his brother went to Clemson, as was, you know, I would say top five best Clemson running backs of all time. Go ahead and say and it. Dabo doesn't yep. let this man in. Listen, sorry. Call first. Get, get the man out of here. Get a new coach, man. You're not going to open a portal. The Camcocks just got a portal guy that's the brother of a, a freshman, Jalen Kilgore, who is, I mean, came from Tennessee Tech, so good player. <clears throat> Tennessee Tech, though, so grain of salt. Trevor Etienne has played at Florida for the last few years. He's been fairly productive on a, a so-so Florida team. Um, look, I know you guys have uh, Shipley, right? You got Moffa. I'm assuming those two are coming back. Why not Why not have depth, right? Obviously, Shipley got hurt at some point. Moffa's been banged up with all those carries. Why not add an, another guy to that, that running back room, right? Like, it's not like you guys have obviously you guys have multiple guys in there now. Get another one. Yeah, we have I think a four star, and I'm blanking on his name right now. Um, that's supposed to be coming in next year. Um, so the room's going to be completely packed, and I think that's one thing that would stop him. But I know right now that uh, like Shipley has come out and said that it, his future is just kind of up in the air. He doesn't know what to say. He's like, I'm just excited to prepare for the Gator Bowl, and then he'll kind of go and look at his future. Um, I think that's kind of stopping, you know, Trevor, Etienne. I feel like Trevor, Etienne, and all these kids in the portal kind of want to go ahead and make their decision 
sooner rather than later, I would imagine. So I hope he doesn't wait too long if that's what's yeah. holding Dabo back or holding anybody back. I wouldn't mind having Trevor Etienne. I mean, shit. So, hey, so if, if, if Shipley were to go to the NFL right now, which he, he is eligible to, right? Like, long enough, right? Yes. Do you think he gets a... I don't know if they give him... I think he could be... I think he's first-round talent. Now, if he gets a second or third-round grade, which he could be just based on the teams and however they view him, maybe he comes back for another year. What do you think his grade would be as far as, do you think a first-round guy, second-round guy? Just at this point. Uh, at this point, man, I... I feel like he's just a little undersized. So that may hurt him just a hair. Yeah. But he's shown like the athleticism. He's hurtling dudes every game. It feels like. I mean, he, he plays um, like McCaffrey. Yeah, he not, runs not, hard. Not, not as explosive. Not, I mean, McCaffrey's very different. Next level. He's killing the NFL right now. But he's got similar <laughs> a similar game, I would say, overall. Yeah, I would say if he's still sitting there on like the third round, maybe closer to the late third round, I'd be really surprised. If he, um, yeah. And that, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know, especially because we really leaned on Phil Moffa this year. Yes, because Shipley got hurt, but I think even when Shipley got back and was healthy, we still leaned on Phil Moffa because I think y'all saw how bad the passing offense was at times this year. So we really leaned on two running back, a two running back system. And each guy had like 15 carries a game, it felt like, for the last six games of the year. Um, so I wonder, like, would his would our philosophy change at Clemson for him to really show out and and go for fifteen hundred yards next year if he did come back so he could get his you know draft status up a little bit? I'm not sure if that would happen to be honest with you. Um, so I don't know what he could do to really improve his draft stock right now, especially with the way the running backs are in the NFL right now. Some dudes want to sit out a year and not even play, you know, just so they can save that year. If they're a talented enough dude to get into the NFL and then they had the X year on the back end. Um, right. So if I was Shipley, I'd probably go on out. But, you know, if he comes back, hell yeah, I'll take him back at Clemson. Don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, running back room is going to be an interesting thing that's going to happen this offseason for Clemson. Because we got those two. Like I said, we got a four-star coming in, I believe. And uh, maybe Trevor. It helps to have – you got to have a few guys. Which, speaking of that, kind of reminded me, Clint, we, Juju is coming back. so. Add Juju McDowell in there with Rocket Sanders, um, with Adam like from Texas. Oh, I love dude, love Juju. We still got DJ Braswell as a true freshman last year. I think yeah. we got, we might have one guy. I think we got one coming in. Maybe what was that tight end that y'all just got too? I don't know a lot about him. They just said he was a group of five preseason All American at tight end. So like, don't know what he did during the season. Um, uh, was it Bell though from Ball State? Uh, Trady, uh, Brady Hunt. My bad. I was thinking Ball State. From Ball State, yep. I don't know. I mean, he looks I like athletic. <clears throat> Maybe he could actually come in and be what uh, Homeboy from Oklahoma was supposed to be a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so we do have we do have a tight end coming. We got Michael Smith. He's a four-star, uh, 6'4", 230. He's coming in from Savannah. So he'll be he'll be a big help. Um, we still have Simon, too, who actually was pretty big. Down the back stretches. Simon played out of his mind. All right, so we do have Matthew Fuller. He's a three-star guy, running back coming in, and then we we've got sites on a couple of 2024 guys who have not committed yet. Um, one's Daniel Hill out of Meridian, Mississippi. I know he's supposed to be a pretty big name. Um, Clint, real quick, do you remember? I, I can't. I wish I could think of the guy's name, but a few years ago we had a guy been committed to us for a long time. Last second, member flips to Maryland and that whole drama. Yeah, yeah. So right now, Braden Lee, who's from Maryland, 
He's been committed mm-hmm. to us for a, for a while. Mm-hmm. He just posted on Instagram last week with him and his Mich- uh, Maryland stuff. So kind of this whole thing of old coming again. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, and all like the Gamecocks messaging board sounds like not to be worried. Sounds like we're locked in. He puts out a tweet today saying, "Hey, my signing day is this day. I'm this is when I'm signing." But he's not like he didn't say this is who I'm signing with. He just said my signing day is this day, and that's when I'm gonna sign with mm. my team. Now he's still got Gamecock stuff everywhere. If Mar- it's it's not about losing recruits that happens, but if this is one of those like other last minute he stays committed the whole day and then signing day just flips to Maryland. Like what is Maryland's like? Are they just mad? Yeah, what's happening? We killed. We killed I mean, granted again. Again, this is me being really picky because. Beamer absolutely destroys the DMV. Like he gets so many good guys from up there. Obviously, Nick Harbor, five star, yeah. plucked right out of there. But so he kills the DMV area. So it's like not that big of a deal. But we need, honestly, it's more we need corners. And this dude's a six foot corner, which is decently like <clears throat> five yeah. six foot. You're kind of a big corner. Uh, so we'll see if uh, how that ends up. But I, I thought of that and I had flashbacks from that time period. And I just remember being mad at how it went. Oh, down. yeah. Because why? Like, I, I get it, it like, like uh, just flip, uh, just to, flip. But don't wait till the last minute. Don't say shit and then just flip on signing day. <laughs> like just go ahead. If you're gonna post your shit in your mailing, <clears throat> go ahead, dude. Commit to him. If you have the balls to commit to him, go ahead. Just just do it. Well, do I liked was when that all came to fruition and like people were asking me, were like, what happened? Like we heard you got a phone call. Like he was like, yeah, uh, the guy I was on the phone with him and his parents. Like it was a good time. <laughs> uh, it, everything was great. He was ready to commit to us and. uh I get a phone call like two hours later, like, hey, letting you know this guy's, they're, they're playing you. Yeah, he, he's actually going to go to Maryland. Uh, but the whole time he was explaining that he refused to say the player's name and, and throughout everything after that, he's like, because you could tell that was just a shitty way for it to go around. That's what you're on the phone with his parents. They're all like, you wanna, but apparently that was the plan the whole time. They developed this thing kind of to like bolster Maryland's like recruiting thing. Like, oh, we flipped him. It's like, no, you were going there the whole time. You're just playing some charade. Uh yeah, I remember that one right. vividly. That one hurt. I'm I'm hoping that's not the case um here because one again it, it's a it's a needed position group so yeah hopefully hopefully see. again he's been dude, he's been committed for man at, at least I think before the summer dude like he's been committed for a long time because I remember let's see he committed April of this year so which I'm it's been it's been months. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt I won't I won't judge until it happens but. Uh, Colorado. So, just to get our little uh, daily Colorado dose in. So you know how the whole like I don't know if you heard where Dion came out. I was like, well, yeah, we just need a whole new O line. People were like, okay, yeah, good he's luck. Doing it. He's yeah. doing it. Turns out he actually went out and got a whole new freaking O line. Like Jesus, and that's and that's not like a for those that don't know. That's not like going out and getting some DBs or uh, a couple wide receivers like. There's not many O line decent O linemen in the portal, and everybody wants him because everyone needs him. He went out and replaced his whole O line. I'm like, God one, dang, dude. one of them dude being will go play the, for the, Dion though. The yeah, number one guy in next year's class. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah. One's like a five star, and then I think so the he's rest still working. I know, I know. You know, we made fun of him, and part of it was his own doing. But uh, he he's still out there putting in work and. Uh, trying to make that team better, so we'll, we'll see how that works out. But that's honestly that's impressive. Go out and just completely replace your O line with some halfway well, dude, decent he's guys. Right. He's right. Yeah. Like, they won what four games, five games, which is a tremendous improvement from the one win team. Especially you got mm-hmm. sixty new guys coming in. The trenches were the issue. Shador Sanders running for his life mm-hmm. um, most of most of the time, kind of like Spencer Rattler was. So I understand how that feels. But look, 
Dion's also not going to sugarcoat anything. So when he tells you he's going to go get a new one, you know, tr- trust what she's going to go yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. Apparently I didn't, he wasn't I didn't joking. Think he'd be, and, and he, I mean, he's doing it pretty quick. Like, it's not even the new year yet. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, he's got seven new offensive line transfers coming in, plus, like you said, that five-star commit. So that's yeah, the whole that's room. Big, that's big time. We we have the <clears throat> South Carolina's got, like, even before this year, the trenches were a focal point in this year's class. With I think, like mm-hmm. I said, we got three offensive linemen coming in. One's a five-star. One's a high four-star, pushing a five, depending on what website you're on. And another guy's a three-star. And I think they're all, what, all in-state? At least the number two guy, Josiah Thompson, I think. All, they're all in-state guys, which is huge. Um, another reason why Dabo needs to get in the portal, because if he's not going get, to get the guys from South Carolina, Jacob, what are you doing? <laughs> Go get Trevor Etienne, bro. Got to, dude. I'm with something. you. If he doesn't do that, man, something's really wrong. If ETN wants to go there, if ETN wants to, if we find out he wants to go there and he doesn't even open the door for him, like, yeah, I want to know. I want to know what Lane Kiffin's doing. I'm looking at their class right here. Like, what happened? What are they doing? They they got that kind of money? I didn't know that. Hey, Mississippi, bro, you heard the whole Brett Favre scandal, bro? Come on, they're taking <laughs> taking from the poor and giving to the rich. I mean, dude, Miss, Mississippi cool. is a. Hey, they look rich right now, man. Listen, Mississippi got old money. Good old boys system <laughs> down there in the south. <laughs> and they're not pulling it. dudes from like like D2 schools or like lower in FC. I mean, they're pulling guys from two guys from Tennessee, a, Gator, a Florida Gator guy, Oklahoma guy, Illinois guy. They got Juice Wells from us, Arkansas. And like they're pulling like like yeah, top end D1 time. guys. All to like, I'm, okay, man, I didn't realize they had, they had it like that, but. Uh, that might be. I'm even going back to last here. year when 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 Dart and Spencer Sanders came in. It was kind of like <clears> that's okay. still weird. Like, what was that about? That's what I'm, yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Do you think that like some of the and this just could be me just spitballing here, but like, some of this could be like some of these recruits wanted to play in the SEC. We all know the whole thing about the SEC is like you know the premier conference, whatever. So like these kids, if they didn't, if they weren't able to be recruited originally to the SEC, if they see an opening now, they're like. Yeah, I'd rather go play one for Lane Kiffin. That'd be an awesome coach to go play for. But two, like getting into the SEC, you probably you got more NIL money there probably rather than trying to go to like some random school too. Like I feel like that's part of it as well. I do agree with you, but hell, half the guys seems like he pulled were from SEC schools. Two from Tennessee, one from Florida, one from us, one from Arkansas. Like it's not like he like I'm saying like he's these are SEC guys that are and I Ole Miss. You. They're not like. You know, they didn't even win the the, the conference championship, like, or even go to play yeah. for it. I don't know. It, They're it, like one or two games out of it, but yeah, and the ten, ten right. game winner. But they always are like one or two out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's that Lane Kiffin event, man. He's always been a ridiculous recruiter. Now you give him the transfer portal, like, oh man, this might be lights out for for that side. Well, Cl- for clipboards everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, Just every awesome. time I see, I think Lane Cliff, Lane Kiffin, I think of a clipboard from thirty feet in the air. I think about Sean Jeffrey. That's stuff he did years ago with him. That's all I think of. <laughs> Very, I've never oh, really man. liked him because of because of that. But mm-hmm. um, did we talk about Will? I think it was Will Rogers going to Washington. I can't remember if we said that or not. I, I don't think we did. No, dude. I don't like it. If I'm a Washington fan, like, and it's not even because anything's probably a drop off from Penix, but it's like. I don't know, man. The dude didn't really impress me. Like, yeah, joke about the Carolina game. I understand that we had a terrible secondary and he just lit us up. But like, 
it wasn't like he was picking us apart per se, more than like they were just running past us and we had nobody playing safety. Like, I don't dislike the guy. I just think the way he plays compared to how that Washington offense is. Again, I think with a lot of these bigger names, if we will, we automatically think they're going to go in as the starter. I don't know what recruits they have coming in. I don't know if they'll go after another quarterback. So there's no guarantee he is the starter. But obviously, Penix is going to be graduating. I just don't think that Washington team, again, you probably don't have a Dunzier and the other guy either. I'm, I'm assuming they're going pro. So I think it's going to be a drop-off. You get an experienced guy, but just the play style, man, seems very, very different. Yeah. Um, I think and maybe he even realizes that because Washington's not a program that's like Bama or Georgia where they can just straight up be a factory and replace these dudes. Because, I mean, right. we saw Washington was in the playoffs, what, the first year or two? Or third or first couple of years that we had the playoffs back in the day, and then they took you know so many years to get back here. So this is probably what will happen: they get those players, they get the notoriety, then they go to the next level. Then it takes them a couple of years to get back. So I think he may even know that because, like I said, all these guys are going to go um, to the NFL or, or whatever. So, but we also had Grayson McCall. Um, he transferred from Coastal to NC State. That could be a yeah. pretty decent move. He's a four star actually in the transfer rankings, at least. Um, he was a two star as a prospect, so now he's a four star. So that could be something. There. Yeah, I, I didn't see a lot of him um, last or this season. I would say, um, but obviously, like the dude in the past has proven that he can he can take a team and and kind of what I don't know if they went undefeated that year, but definitely were making a run uh, when they had Coastal on the map. So I think it's a good pickup for NC State, man. I think I think they'll. Uh, you know, they had a pretty solid defense. Um, the ACC, man, just keeps getting decent quarterbacks, man. They do. They really do. Oh, any more? Last I heard, DJ was taking a visit to Florida State. Have you guys seen linking them to any other quarterbacks besides him? Like, has Cam Ward or Dante Moore, anybody like that, had Florida State on the radar that you guys are aware of? Not that I've seen, no. Um because the, I think you can almost spitball and say two or three visits per player, and, and that that means something, but it doesn't mean anything as well. Um, I think Cam Ward had a visit to Florida State and to Miami, um, and it just kind of it's hard to it's hard to tell right now. Um, so I haven't heard any more on DJ, but uh, what was the other quarterback I wanted to talk about? Uh, Tyler Shot uh, from Texas Tech or Show, whatever you want to call it, uh, committed yep. to Louisville. He oh, there you go. Three stars. So, I wonder one. what year Plummer is. Um, of they just maybe looking for depth or more competition. I think Clint, you've kind of been on it too. Like, obviously, I think they can be improved at that position. Not that Plummer's bad, but I think if you get somebody that's more <laughs> dynamic, I don't know if that he's the guy. But he's you know normally how they run that system down there. They they throw the ball a little bit more. Yeah, I don't think. I thought Louisville was going to go out and get a better dude. To be honest. Um. I mean, we talked about it all year. It seemed like that was kind of just the, the, their weakest link. Not that he was terrible, but it's just, <clears throat> you could just tell like that that was where they were lacking. I thought they were actually going to go out because they've, they've made other moves so far this uh, portal season. And obviously, they had a great year this past year. I thought they were actually going to go land one of the bigger names. Um, but I get it. I mean, it's Louisville. I don't know how much money they have to play with. That's, you know, it's always a factor. So maybe that's all it was. So yeah, I don't know. This is, I, if you're talking about this being the guy that's going to, take over um i don't see it going that great uh, or being that much better than what it was you know with Plummer. but i mean uh, we'll see maybe they see something i don't i just for for a team like that that had everything else just about probably really want to go land one of the bigger name dudes one of the better proven guys so i don't know we'll see 
Yeah, I uh, I wonder how the recruiting class looks too, because um, they they normally done a pretty decent job of recruiting guys. Now, with that being said, like Lamar and even um, Malik Cunningham, I don't think you know these guys weren't like five star guys coming out. Mainly, a lot of times when you're a, a dual threat like that, you maybe don't get as much love. Seeing they're more of hey, they're just running guys. Um, but let me see. So in the 2024 class. Louisville is well, I don't even see the top twenty-five. Yeah, they're they're pretty far down. They're gonna need some help. I'm still You're talking about still, recruiting. Yeah. They're yeah. they're the, they have the fifty-third class in the nation right now. Four four stars and eleven three stars. Um four star running they, back. They do have the athlete. Uh, they have the third ranked transfer class so far though, so <clears throat> okay, that is true. They've got no quarterbacks in this class coming in. Yeah, so I'm just confused. And again, hey, maybe they, they just didn't. So, nobody wanted to go a little. I don't know, but they got an O lineman from Ohio State going over there. Looks like from the portal. Oh, that's who they got. They got Jacory Brooks from Alabama. He was a five star guy at high school and a four star in the portal. So that's big time. Uh, Talking about the Louisville. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's big time for them. I'm trying to think what the other big, kind of bigger names were. The the McCord one to me was the more surprising one. Malik Murphy, we kind of talked about this off air. Malik Murphy not playing. Yeah, guys, yeah, I, I want to get your thought process on that. So, okay, you go in the portal, right? I get it. You're 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 trying to get picked up by a team early. But if I'm Malik Murphy, I've been with this team for two three years. We're about to go make a run of the national championship. I am the backup. I get it. Ewers has been hurt before go back to last year um and then obviously this year he's missed games you got a chance to he gets hurt and you're gonna you're gonna play and you're gonna play either in a semifinal or possibly national championship game and you're gonna enter the portal and just not even be on the team not even like he's contributed even if he doesn't even play in the playoff right because he is the backup he's gonna get a ring he did contribute to this team staying in it when yours got hurt to me it just seems weird to to just jump ship right now again i if the guy's trying to get after money and progress his career forward, I understand that you're trying to get ahead of that. But to me, the teams that need quarterbacks, like, I don't know, you could probably, you could even maybe put your intention out that you're going in the portal and not even officially enter yet, let alone enter it. And now you're, you know, again, that's just kind of how it is. You're not on the team. It's just that, that one shocked me, especially since, you know, so I'm, I'm glad I said, Jacob, I don't know if you have anything on it, but I got, I got one or two things. If you want to go. Right. Um, so I actually thought the same thing uh, when we were first talking about this. And I was like, like, you're there. Like, you're about to go play for the, the, the everything. You're about to go play for a championship. Um, right. What I think is blowing down to is school and the timing. Um, because these playoffs are well after you can enroll in a new school. Um, so he has to, if he's going to start in the spring, for whatever new team, new new school he's going to play for, he has to go ahead and go in the transfer portal, get picked up. That way he can enroll, and then he could play. You know, spring, yeah, spring practice. You got the the the, the game or whatever, and then you go into the off season workouts um, with that team, whatever. I literally think that's that's all it is because, like you said, he's he's number two. Like he's not like behind Arch Manning. He was number two. Um, right. And it's gonna be uh, uh, it's playoff football, so it's gonna be physical. 
great chance that Ewers gets hurt. He's been hurt already this season. Um, so I think that's all it boils. It's just bad timing. Um, which seems to be the freaking theme of college football, both with like transfer portal opening before the bowl games even start, um, or the playoffs. And then you got, you know, it's it's forcing these guys to make decisions. Do I want to play for a freaking championship or do I have to go? Because he already knew he's going to transfer. Like, this is going to be Arch Manning's team's next uh, after Arch Manning said he was going to stay. So he's like, well, I'm going to transfer. Obviously, I want to play for a title. But if I'm already going to transfer, I need to go and do it now. This is a, a it's the best decision to make, even though it hurts, it sucks, whatever. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's what it all boiled. It's just bad timing, man. No, I totally agree. Um, and shout out Josh Pate because he did like a whole thing I watched um, about how this whole schedule, I'm glad you brought that up, hit, like the whole schedule for college football is all fucked up. Like while well, I was getting about with uh, Dabo earlier, like just well, all these coaches, like how do you do bowl games, preparing for playoff games, recruiting, and transfer portal stuff all at the same so time stupid. right now? It's, it's so dumb. Pay and I, 10 million a year. I mean, that is very true, but like just <laughs> – as a human, like you can't work twenty hours every day. I know some pay, people you, do it. And I they, pay you ten million bucks a year. You better be. I mean, I guess, but we could just we need to reset this whole schedule and do it differently. And honestly, Clint, you're right on the money. I like that a lot. Like you forget these are student athletes. You know, dude, that was not on my radar, man. Honestly, it was the not timing of it. Yeah, the timing of it is exactly right. And that's also been a thing. Why do we have like a month break before we play these playoff games? It's just something we've been accustomed to. And it's just like, okay, whatever. Like NFL, they just they don't even you get a buy if in the, like if you're a one or two seat or whatever, but like you just go right into it, don't you? Like, why mm-hmm. do we take this huge break between it? That's a I don't know. We need a really look I, I at mean, the I think part of it. There's Christmas break is one of them, probably. Yeah. I think part of it is due to this is when finals are hitting, so they don't want like playoff football and bowl games to hit at the same time. The finals, it's these kids don't have to actually pass so they can play. Dude, um, these kids could bribe their teachers just to put them down for a sure. An 80 but officially, final. officially, yeah. that's that's where it stems from. I think originally. Yeah. However, I'm with you. We they've changed literally everything else about the sport. You can change the freaking schedule. Um, yeah. So when well, yeah, the end, there's so many bowl games, you're not going to play the playoffs like before them. And I, I agree with you, JC. That like, yeah, yeah, these guys are getting 10 million guaranteed a year. Like. I, I get I'm, that. I'm, I'm in Dabo. I'm in Dabo as a coach, not the players. Uh, sure, yeah, the players are like a few million. No, no, no. I'm yeah. I'm talking about I the mean, coaches. Dabo's getting ten um, million. Yeah. But what I'm what I what I was gonna say was is like it's still even aside from that. Like I don't feel bad for the coaches. I feel like it just detracts from the game as a whole. Like when you have the transfer portal open up before the bowl games. Right. We've seen yeah. what happened. We had 1,100 players jump into the portal day one. Um, You've completely diluted the bowls into nothing. It's like the Pro yeah, Bowl in football. Like it means nothing. It's a joke. Uh, it's and that's what sucks. Like you want these bowls to mean something because they used to. These bowls used to be the the thing about college football. It's what made it awesome. Where you, especially when you had teams that never see each other get to play each other in the year. Now we have it where you're fielding a team with half your players, most of which are nobodies that hadn't even had a start yet this year so it's that's the part that bothers me yeah the coaches yeah it sucks for you but you're getting paid to deal with it what does really just grind my gears is seeing half fielded you know teams take the you know playing for these bowls and it just didn't mean anything anymore well they went nfl free agency that starts at a specific time date whatever but it's after the season yep yeah that's what we need no no one's hitting free agency while could you imagine if the the free agency saga last year of 
Um, I was gonna say Aaron Rodgers, but that was more of a trade. But you think about these big name free agents or even baseball. Imagine if free agency was going on during the playoffs, and all these teams are are co- are, are colluding against. Oh, I'm talking to this team, or the <clears> coaches <throat> are trying to go to this team during a playoff run. Or we getting ready for national championship, and we're hiring coaches from other schools. Like, yeah, let's mm. pause for a minute. I mean, even yeah. even going back to when Beamer came to South Carolina. Now Oklahoma wasn't playing for a championship that year, but they they were playing in like the Cotton Bowl or some big bowl. It wasn't the actually it could have been a playoff game. But it's like even then, like you're pulling coaches away from these schools that they're coaching. Like, oh yeah, I already know I'm leaving. So it's like their heads in a whole other space. They already have to start recruiting for their next school while they're still coaching in these other games. Like the whole thing is just again the NCAA. It, look, it's a crock of shit. Is exactly what it is. There's no organization. Yeah. There's no leadership. There's no nothing. It's the reason we're in this super chaotic spot right now because the NCAA has no control over anything. The the one thing that does suck is like I don't know where they can move the portal to make it to where it lines up with players being able to move well, to yeah. new school in time for spring. So if they moved it back to after all, you know, the bulls in the playoff, then they're going to miss spring. Now that just might just be the 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 downfall of it um, is that okay? If you commit to a team, you're committing for the full year, the full academic right. year. Um, yeah. So maybe that's just how when, it's going to work. When does the when does the <clears throat> spring semester start after New Year's? Like what when isn't it like normally the first like the week after or no like yeah. the tenth or no, somewhere? No, I thought there. in college. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so like the a week national, after the national championship game is like what the eighth or something like yeah, that. January, like but then but then okay, so national championship. And this is worst case, just, but we're saying national championship teams. Uh, you so can't enroll in two days after that game. Then you have to put your name in the transfer portal. Then you have to get picked up. Then you have to enroll, transfer your credits. Get into classes. Right. It, I mean, is you, it possible? You, Maybe, yeah. but uh, it it I, I, it doesn't sound like it works out too well because these kids are like, I I, I don't want to miss out on a chance to get yeah. in with my team. Um, so I don't know. Well, that's that's like the perfect I, in my mind, and we I don't know if y'all heard what Chip Kelly said uh, about. I, I did actually. Yeah, that's. that's we don't have point. to get into all that because I know we're kind of running out of time here. But like, that's what we need to do is like rethink this whole system, and then I think. Like, let's forget about these other bowl games that don't matter when we have the 12-team playoff or whatever. Um, we're not going to talk about the whole realignment thing right now, but, like, make this where you don't have that huge break in between the national championship and the last game of the season or the conference, you know, championship games. Like, maybe <clears> take one one bye week or whatever for the teams that did, you know, and if you didn't play in the conference championship, you you get that extra bye week, so you get two bye weeks, whatever, and start playing them then and have the last game maybe right before Christmas or maybe move that New Year's Day game to right before Christmas or something like that. And then that week in between Christmas and New Year's is when these kids have, that's the moment, that that's when the transfer portal opens, right then. Nobody can do anything until mm. then, and then it opens mm. up then. And then all these coaches can go crazy after Christmas, it like set it up to where it's like the 26th or the 27th. That's when all hell breaks loose, and that's transfer portal, and we go from there. But, yeah. That's that's another good point too, with the fact that a lot of these kids probably wanted to wait to go in the transport, but when you see so many guys like QBs or you know whoever going to the portal, you're like, I better get my name in before all the homes are gone, and yep. I'm screwed without a scholarship and no place to go because I entered the transfer portal late. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah, mess, no, man. That 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 is a tough thing because yeah, if you're if you're Malik Murphy, you're you're not just thinking about the next few weeks; you got to think about the next few years. So I get that. It just sucks that that is the choice he has to make. Again, look, you, you could say he could stay there. I get it. But God forbid Ewers gets hurt. Now, good for Arsh Manning, because then if he goes in there and plays good, then then his legend only grows. But I think Ewers mm-hmm. is coming back. 
anyway, so I, I get why Murphy's leaving. It's just, I, I just yeah. can't imagine, like, again, I'm not in their shoes, but I can imagine going through a season with a team, especially when we're making this magical run and it's Texas and I'm just like not going to get to be a part of that. Like it just, it's, it's shitty for, again, yeah. Could he stay? Yeah, that's easy. But I, I think he's in a spot where, like many other guys, like you said, where he's got to put his name out there because you're not guaranteed a scholarship spot and you're not guaranteed X amount of money. And he's yeah. definitely not going to be like, you're right. Even if Ewers, Ewers comes back, Ewers the starter. If Ewers leaves, um, you're right. It's going to be Arch Manning's team. It's just what it is, man. Your name is Arch Manning. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's just kind of the, the And when Murphy at. first started, I thought like kind of what you first said, JC, I think he like tried to put his name out there that he will be entering the transfer portal, but yeah, it's not like the, now. The rumors came out and then he had to make that, and then he made the post and, it, yeah. That's why I'm saying in his post, he said like, hey, like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to, you know, be with the team and this. And that's what threw me off because I was like, Man. I wonder if the team made him do that. Well, I don't I, I don't know. But I mean, like, like to Clint's point, he almost has to because if they make it to the national championship, well, actually, it doesn't even matter. Like, you know, their, their game's not till January 1st. So even if he waits that long, it's probably too late to get enrolled and get tre- credits moved and all this stuff. Because in my head, I was about to say, well, maybe just give portal guys an extra month but it's like well you don't stop class for everybody else so if they don't get into february they've missed four weeks mm-hmm. of class or three weeks mm-hmm. of class so that doesn't jive with the university either and if these if these guys are still students first which that's a whole episode by itself then that obviously throws a wrench in things yeah i just and the the, the overall like looming cloud too over all this is tv money like, are they really going to squish everything money, back down into December? And they're not going to lessen bowls. They're getting too much money from them. So it's like, how are you going to fit all of this into, you know, into December? That way, it's it sucks. It's But I, I have a hard time. Yep. I have a hard time seeing them changing it too much to favor these kids because they haven't done that so far. So, yeah, it's all... <laughs> Yeah, sometime during the offseason, I want to get like we will do that episode where I want JC your full opinion on how you would redo this whole thing. Conferences, you know, like Chip Kelly said, all independent. Clint, you as well. I want to see how you would do it and the schedule. Oh, dude, I'm gonna have it. a whole whiteboard with all Hell the scribbles yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. like all the the red Hell string yeah. that like <laughs> matches everything together. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, you know, I haven't sat down and thought about that for a while. So that that it would, would be, be fun to, to, to get everybody's perspective on it. I'm with you. I agree. <clears throat> well, uh, well, boys, let's uh, we'll, we'll end up doing. We'll putting out one more episode. Obviously, this will come out on Monday when you guys hear this, and then we'll put one more out um, probably Thursday this week. We'll just we'll kind of chop it up, may, maybe talk about some of the, the playoff games. We haven't even dove into that, so without giving our full preview, maybe we'll jump into some of that and just where we're leaning. Um, if there's any injury reports, things like that. There has been some coaching changes. We'll get into specifically on the Alabama staff coming from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, not quite a Connor Stallions thing, but maybe something similar. Um, so we'll get into that, and then we'll obviously we'll take a break. We'll, we'll have Christmas uh, next Monday, so we'll take a break. And, and then at that time, we'll be getting right back in for the playoff preview. So uh, you guys don't have yeah, anything buddy. else, man. See you guys soon. Holy shit, Christmas is next Monday. <laughs> oh, there you go. Welcome. Welcome back. You're looking all jolly now. <laughs> yeah, look at that. No, I was like, I ain't got no presents. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, man. Hope See y'all Bailey's boys not at listen- the shopping uh, Hope Bailey's not listening. <laughs> yeah, I'll meet you there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, I'll catch y'all next time. Later. See you.